Good morning. I am back again for my second podcast on the sports update. This is KGVHMG. And um, I hope you guys had a good night's sleep and it's happy to see another day because I am happy to be here to give you this update. Okay. Last night was a big night in NBA. They had a lot of games going on. And the first one I'm going to talk about is the Houston Rockets and the Orlando Magic's game. Houston Rockets defeated Orlando Magic. 116 to 98 and that right there alone is amazing because they were without their um star player james harden and um they thought it was um you know it was gonna be a big deal but it actually wasn't um you had gerald green who scored a season high of 27 points clint capella had 21 points and eight rebounds and the rockets are 27 and 9 they got by without their leading score once again um um, on the other side, um, you have Aaron Gordon, who led Magic with 16 points um, after missing his first eight shots. You had Alfred Payton and Mario Hanzonia added 14 each, and Orlando's 12th lost in 13 games. Um, the Magic, they missed 16 of their first 18 shots and fell behind by 15 points before the end of the first quarter. And um, a scoring burst by Hanzonia kept them in the game in the second quarter, but they could not get no closer than nine. So on the Magic side, um, you have four. Jonathan Simmons left the game in the second quarter with back spasms, and he did not return. Um, regarding the Rockets, um, the game was only the third missed by James Harden in um, the last four seasons. And after getting 10 points and five rebounds, and then they left the game with a bruised right knee. But, you know, they pulled it off, and that is amazing on their side without their star. So looks like they'll be coming together better as a team without their star player all right next up we have the spurs and 76ers and the final for that game was um the 76ers coming out with that win 112 to 106 um leading scores in that game were um lamarcus aldrich who came out on top with 24 par- points 14 rebounds and one assist joel Embiid on um seven sixers he had 21 points 11 rebounds and four assists um that game Kind of surprises me. But this is the NBA. And these games are almost unpredictable. Like, so, like, really. Um, yes, the um, San Antonio Spurs, they were a bit shorthanded. And um, Embiid, he was expected to, you know, he was being doubtful to dominate, basically. He had a spraying right hand um, from Saturday night's game that, um, almost to sideline him instead he rocked the rim that night and he swatted shots so he kind of pulled through on that you know that's hard right there and uh, so because they were so short-handed it is good that they took this opportunity to capitalize on that and to grab that win even with Joel Embiid having the injury he did he pushed through for them and he came out on top he got them all on top well that is it for now for this moment I will be right back to give you more updates on scores and what is to come. All right. Peace. Hey, this is KG from VHMG, and I am back with you this morning to continue results from last night's NBA games. Um, Next up, we have New York Knicks against the Washington Wizards. And the Washington Wizards pulled this one off last night, 121 to 103. Um, You had and leading scores from the Wizards. Um, were Bradley Beal, he had 27 points. 
Following right behind him, you had John Wall with 25, and with Gortat, you had 21 from him. Um, Morris had 11 points, and you had Otto Porter Jr. with 8 that helped lead them to the victory. On the other side, you had New York Knicks, um, Michael Beasley, who came off the bench um, and led the team with 20 points. You had Porzingis, who had 16, Cancer, 12, and Jack with 10. Um, Marcin Gortat, he had a season high of 21 points, and he made 9 of 10 from the field. Um, you have Bradley Beal saying, um, quote unquote, that if we didn't win games, I wouldn't have been considered for it, which is true. And he's talking about him um, being player of the week with a 3-1 to one record with his team helping him get that. Gortat, on the other hand, they talk about him on offense, and he entered the game averaging 8.6 points per game. And it hasn't really, he hasn't really been an offensive force for the Wizards as he's been in the past. And he says, quote, unquote, it's just one of the game in the season when I'm going to score like that. You know, everyone has that spurt. Sometimes it's the most unexpected person that's going to have that spurt and help you guys win the game. That's how it is. Basketball's, I love it. That's one reason why I love it. It's unpredictable. Um, and next up, we have a pair, the pair Minnesota Timberwolves and the Brooklyn Knicks. Brooklyn Nets pulled it off by one point, 98 to 97. And they came in already knowing that Minnesota had been taking teams, blowing teams off the starting line. And they hung in there and made the big plays when they mattered the most. You had Spencer Dinwiddie, who uh, made the go-ahead jumper with 10.1 seconds left and tied his career high with 26 points, leading them to the 98-97 Brickley over the victory over the Timberwolves on Wednesday night and Jimmy Butler he missed at the buzzer as the Timberwolves lost for just the second time in nine games so this was pretty much kind of a big game for them um the Nets that is um Dean Witty he added nine assists to his 20 to his 26 points and Joe Harris he came off the bench to score 17 for Brooklyn Nets um, Butler, he finished with 30 points, mostly on the strength of 16 of 18 shooting at the foul line. Um, followed by him, follow, following him was Andrew Wiggins adding 17 points and Carl Anthony Towns with 16 points and 10 rebounds. And next, we have the Detroit Pistons who faced the Miami Heat. And Miami Heat pulled this one off with a 111-104 win. Um, Olenek, Kelly Olenek, he scored 25 points and grabbed 13 rebounds. Um, Goran Dragic um, added 24 points and 13 assists, and the Miami Heat held off the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday. Um, Josh Richardson um, scored 22 for Miami, which shot 51% and outscored the Pistons 51-27 from three-point range. Um, James Johnson scored 16, and Wayne Ellington had 12, and Hassan Whiteside added 10 for the Heat. And um, previously, I told you that they, they were looking for that, that show between that post. The post players, Andre Drummond and, um, and Whiteside. And they clearly were in the paint all night. So it was a good game. You had Olenek and Whiteside, who are both seven-footers. And um, Marginovic, he is listed as seven-foot-three. 
and he seemed to tower over even the tallest Miami defenders. So there was a pretty big height advantage on their side. So all that pretty much says, I, I believe they just pretty much dominated them. That's all they're saying. Nonetheless, Tobias Harris led Detroit with 19 points. Reggie Bullock scored 17. Avery Bradley and Boban Marjanovic had 15 apiece. Dwight Boyix um, scored 14. And Luke Kenner added 13 for the Pistons. That will be all for now. Peace. Better than any of my notes. Hey, it's KG from VHMG. And I'm here again. Continue the results from last night's game. We had Toronto Raptors, um, who pulled it off against the Chicago Bulls, 124-115. to DeMar DeRozan had 35 points to lead the Toronto Raptors. Daylon Wright set career highs with 25 points and 13 rebounds. And the Raptors beat the Chicago Bulls the way they did, just because of that leadership. Um, he came up big, DeRozan that is, again after scoring a franchise record 52 points in the win over Milwaukee on New Year's Day. And he was particularly good in the third quarter this time, scoring 18 points after being held to 9 in the first half. And he also shot 5 of 8 on 3 pointers and converted all 10 free throws. When they came, he got them. Um, Dalen Wright had his first career double-double and hit four threes to lead a big effort by the bench. And he also scored in the second quarter and added eight more points in the fourth to help Toronto pull away for its ninth win in 11 games. Serge Ibaka and Kyle Lowry scored 16 apiece for Toronto. Fred Van Vliet from nearby Rockford added in 13 points and the Raptors reserves outscored Chicago's 54-39. to on the other side, you had Justin Holliday, who led Chicago with 26 points, and Laurie Markkanen added 22 points and 12 rebounds. Nikola Morotic scored 20, but the Bulls dropped the third straight. Um, they looked sharp um, early on in the game with a 10-point lead after the first quarter, but they just could not hold on to that um, and sustain their edge on defense and were impatient on offense, particularly the second unit. Uh, regarding the Bulls, the Bulls hope to decide on a return date for guard Zach Levine early next week. Meanwhile, he will be traveling with them um, to games at Dallas and Indiana on Friday and Saturday. And when he returns home, um, doctors, trainers, management, coaches at the Bulls, um, they will check him and see how he will be able to if he will be able to return. All right, and next up we have Indiana Pacers who faced the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks came out on top of this game, 122 to 101. Um, and the Milwaukee Bucks star, Antetokounmpo, he secured his 18th double-double of the season. That is amazing. Antetokounmpo had 31 points and 10 rebounds before getting a well-earned break in the fourth quarter. And the Bucks pulled away for the win over the Indiana Pacers last night. He basically had his way around the rim um, with his usual array of dunks and layups. He shot 12 of 18. He clinched his double-double with 101 left in the third quarter. A minute and one second left in the third quarter. Passing the offensive rebound to Thon Maker in the corner. Maker hit an open three-pointer to extend what had been a 10-point halftime lead to a 93-74 edge. It was one of the Bucks' five threes in the third to put the game out of reach. 
Um, Chris Middleton added 27 points, while Malcolm Brogdon added 17 off the bench for the Bucks. And it was said that the lead was so safe that Kidd rested Anticicumpo for the entire fourth quarter. The 6'11 star played just 29 minutes, nine fewer than his season average. They knew they had that in the bag. They just set their star player out. They had that, and they got it. <laughs> um, Indiana Pacers, on the other hand, they were um, without their leading scorer, Victor Oladipo, who averages 24.9 points a game for a fourth straight game. He has been out because of a knee injury. And um, they couldn't help. They, and they just couldn't keep up with um, the star player on Bucks and Tetecumpo's athleticism on both ends of the floor. Um, for Indiana Patriots, though, um, DeMontis Sabanis had a career-high 24 points on 10 of 13 shooting for Indiana, which lost its season-high fifth straight. Darren Collison added 17 points. And all right, I will be back with more results from last night's NBA games. KG from VHMG. Peace. All right, and I'm back in this KG from VHMG to continue the results from last night's game in the NBA. Now, next up we have Phoenix Suns um, and the Denver Nuggets. The final score for that game was 134 to 111. And the Phoenix Suns happened to not even be able to make it to Denver until around 2 p.m. because of plane trouble. But... To add on top of that, you had Gary Harris of the Denver Nuggets making their trip even more unbearable. He scored 28 of his 36 points in the first half, and the Nuggets used a big third quarter to beat Phoenix. Harris tied his career half of points, finishing 14 of 17 from the field. Nikola Jogic added 14 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists to help the Nuggets stop a two-game slide and improve to 13 and 4 at home this season. Wilson Chandler added 17 points, Trey Lyles had 16, and Jamal Murray 13. For the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, he led Phoenix with 17 points. Greg Monroe filled in for starting center. Tyson Chandler had 16 points and 10 rebounds. Marquise Chris added 16 points, Josh Jackson scored 14, and TJ Warren had 13. The Suns did have some issues getting to Denver after their 104-103 um, comeback victory over the Atlantic Hawks in Phoenix on Tuesday night. And they were waiting at Sky Harbor International Airport until 2 a.m. Um, when the Suns were finally sent home as mechanical problems delayed their flight until noon. And um, Phoenix guard Isaiah Cannon, you know, he came off the bench with 11 points and they said that, you know, quote-unquote, try not to make no excuses. You know, it's part of the job. Yes, that is true. Okay, next up we have the um, Cleveland Cavaliers who faced the Boston Celtics at their home in Boston. Showed out. They won 102 to 88. Um, Isaiah Thomas, he ended up going back and they embraced him as they lined up and, you know, basically, you know, reuniting back with their former teammate. And um, I'm. I mean, he didn't play that night, but I mean, it won't be as easy next time, I'm sure. But, you know, Terry Rozier, um, Terry Rozier scored 20 points in 20 minutes, still in the spotlight from Thomas. LeBron James and Kyrie Irving in a rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals and leading the Celtics to a 102-88 victory on Wednesday night, as stated. Uh, 
Rozier scored the last eight Boston points of the first quarter to give the Celtics an 11-point lead and had another eight in the row midway through the fourth when they expanded the lead to 21. Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum had 15 points apiece, and Irving and Al Horford each had 11 points and nine rebounds to help Boston to his fourth straight wins. James had 19 points, seven rebounds, and six assists on eight for 15 shooting. The only starter to make more than half of his shots on the team that scored a season-low 88 points. To add on top of that, Tristan Thompson had 10 points and 10 rebounds for Cleveland, which lost for the fourth time in five games. Playing on back-to-back nights, the Celtics have been preparing for them since New Year's Eve. So, Thomas was also traded for Irving, then missed the first 36 seasons of the season of the games of the season with a hip injury before making his season debut on Tuesday night. In that time, he stood over his departure from Boston where he developed into an all-star and fan favorite. Um, in that game, the Celtics scored seven straight points midway through the first quarter to turn a one-point deficit into a 15-9 lead. They ran off the last five points of the quarter all by Rozier on the tip-in and a 27-foot three-point just before the buzzer. Just before the buzzer. Man, I don't know what to say, man, because I'm a Cavs fan, but I love Kyrie and their team. It was some good basketball play. That's all I can say. But Isaiah Thompson, Thomas, come back. Come back. That is all for right now, and I will be back to continue the results of the NBA games from last night, and I will update on what is to come. Peace. Hi, I'm back. It's KG from VHMG, and I'm here to give you the last group of results from last night's NBA games. And next up, we have the Thunder, Oklahoma City, against the Lakers, Los Angeles. Um, And OKC seemed to come out on top on this one, 133 to 96. Jeez. Russell Westbrook doing his MVP thing back home Paul George and Carmelo Anthony just lighting it up back there and it was all pretty much expected from from them um Ferguson shot six of nine on three-pointers and threw down several spectacular dunks as OKC handed the Lakers their eight consecutive defeat and he finished nine of 12 from the field overall um it was the first NBA star for Ferguson whose previous career high was seven points um, George thought to be interested in playing for his hometown Lakers at some point. Matched Ferguson with 24 points, and Anthony added 21. Westbrook had 20 points, 12 assists, and six rebounds in a successful homecoming. Um, the Lakers were led by rookie Kyle Kuzma's 18 points. They shot 41.3% from the field, while the Thunder shot 60.2%. Oklahoma City led by as many as 39 in the second half as Ferguson began to put on his show. Um, Oklahoma City finished with 36 assists. So they were pretty much unselfish, and that's what I admire about, you know, a lot of teams. Unselfishness. That's how, that's how you win games, because basketball means team. You know what I'm saying? You can't even play basketball without being a team unless you're playing one-on-one. I mean, you know, just you know, you know what I'm talking about. 
you know, when you with a team, you can't be selfish. You got people in your team, share the ball. Y'all all talented. It's the NBA. But on work, um, you have the rookie point guard, Lonzo Ball, who is out because of his shoulder. He has missed his sixth consecutive game, but he is expected to be able to return to practice on Thursday. All right, next up we have New Orleans Pelicans who went to Salt Lake City to defeat the Utah Jazz 108-98. to And um, lately, you know, the New, or- New Orleans Pelicans um, are ahead of the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference standings, but they haven't been able to have recent success head-to-head. But that changed all last night. Um, Anthony Davis had 29 points and 15 rebounds, and the Pelicans snapped a five-game losing streak against the Jazz with this victory. Um, they started sharing the ball. On both ends, um, they just started playing for each other on both ends of the floor. Um, they noticed that they were a tough team to beat, so they used all that to their advantage. Um, Drew Holiday carried the offense early with 18 first-half points and finished with 24 for the Pelicans. DeMarcus Cousins added 19 points and 11 rebounds. Um, for the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell led the Jazz with 24 points, and Joe Johnson scored 20 off the bench. Um, the, po- the Pelicans came in ranked 6th in the league and three-point shooting and they went 14 for 30 from beyond the arc and the jazz made just 7 to 32 from three-point range the game went back and forth before the pelicans closed the third quarter on a 12 and one run including seven points from davis dante cunningham's three-point play to start the fourth put new orleans up by 12 its biggest lead Utah responded with a 9-0 run, but Davis slammed the door with 10 fourth quarter points. So he was pretty on, and hey, he let it be known. He was out there. And last but not least, you had the Golden State Warriors who played Dallas Mavericks. We are in Dallas. Woo-woo. Yeah, they beat Dallas. 125-122. Three points. And they were left shaking their heads after they looked at Stephon Curry's and shot-making ability. Up close and personal. Made a long reporter with three seconds to play a law, allow the Golden State Warriors to escape with 125-122 win over the Mavericks on Wednesday night after blowing a double-digit lead in the final four minutes. On their final possession, the Warriors gave Curry the inbound pass and a crossover dribble on the screen from Draymond Green while all he needed to get a clean look from 28 feet, which hit nothing but net. He finished with 32 points, Steph Curry that is, and has 70 in two games since returning from an ankle injury. Golden State's big four combined for 100 points, and the Warriors needed every one of them against the Mavericks team that had won four straight. Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson had 25 points each, and Green added 18 to go with 10 rebounds. Wesley Matthews led the Mavericks with 22 points, including seven three-pointers, and Dwight Powell tied his career high with 21. Um... Golden State extended its road-winning streak to eight games. The Warriors haven't lost away from Oracle Arena since before Thanksgiving. Huh.
All right, and it's KG from BHMG, and I'm uh, back uh, uh, to give you the upcoming schedule for tonight, actually, in the NBA. And we have the Golden State at Houston tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. And Oklahoma City at L.A. He's playing the L.A. Clippers tonight at 9.30 p.m. And I'm going to start, I'm going to begin with um, the Golden State Warriors and the Houston Rockets in the preview on that. And life without James Harden really hectic for them. And they're missing their most valuable player. I mean, that speaks for itself. Um, with Harden and sidelined by grades who left hamstring train, the Rockets, who are 27-9, they throttled the struggling Orlando Magic still. So they ended up winning, getting that win last night without James Harden. But they will be needing a similar um, results for tonight uh, against the Golden State Warriors. And that doesn't seem too much likely with Stephon Curry back in the picture. But Harden, he's missed a total of 15 games over his first five seasons in Houston and participating in all 35 games this year before sustaining his injury inside the final minute of the fourth quarter Sunday night against the Los, Los Angeles Lakers. And again, he will be reevaluated in about two weeks, um, given the severity of the injury. He could miss more games with this happening. But in the meanwhile, in the meantime, they'll be um, leaning heavily on Chris Paul with Harden and Bellamy. And while Chris Paul didn't shoot particularly well against the Magic last night, three for thirteen, big that Paul recorded a game high thirteen assists in the win. Six Rockets scored in double figures, and in the interim, um, similar collective efforts will be needed for tonight. Uh, the Warriors, they survived the similar, you know, scenario being without Stephon Curry, who poured in 32 points a game, winning three-pointer Wednesday night in this last night's victory against Dallas Mavericks. It marked the second game for Curry after an 11-game hiatus due to an ankle injury. Um, without Curry, the, Cur the Warriors still flourished thanks to KD, Kevin Durant, who averaged 28.8 points, 8.2 rebounds, 5.5 assists, and 2.8 blocks with Curry. They managed despite Draymond Green's ankle and Andre Iguodala's knee um, missing time as well. But their their ability to be able to have you know people to back them up and having so much talent on the court, starting five and on the bench, it just been able to you know help them become the greatest, the great team they are right now. Not gonna lie. I mean that's that's pretty that's pretty much obvious at this point, um, but that's it for this preview. I will be on the next podcast talking about um, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the LA Clippers and what is to come of that game tonight. Um, once again, go to stay at Houston. They play at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. And I will be back with you guys. This is KG from VHMG. Peace. It is KG from VHMG, and I am back to talk to you guys about the game tonight um, against Oklahoma City Thunder and the L.A. Clippers. That is to come on tonight at 9.30 p.m. Central Time. And it looks like... Um, the Los Angeles Clippers are starting to feel more comfortable in their own home. 
Um, but Oklahoma City might actually be slightly feeling more familiar with the surroundings, being that um, when they face the Clippers on Thursday, it will be their second game in two days at Staples Center. Having defeated the Los Angeles Lakers 133-96 to their Wednesday. Um, with the victory, the Thunder righted themselves from a two-game skid that had followed a six-game winning streak. Um, a second victory consecutively will not come easy as the Clippers have won four straight games in six of their last seven. Five of those six victories have come at the Staples Center, with the Clippers in the midst of one of their longest home stretches of the season. Tonight's game will be the Clippers' fifth consecutive at Staples Center, and they will run that streak to seven consecutive when they host the Golden State Warriors on Saturday and the Atlantic Hawks on Monday. Um, Blake Griffin, since coming back a full month early than projected from a knee sprain, Griffin has scored at least 21 points in each of the three games of his return and pushed his on-court minutes to 36 in Tuesday's 113-105 to victory over the Memphis Grizzlies. And his injury was just one of the number of setbacks so far for the Clippers. With other players such as guard Patrick Beverly with his knee, um, he's lost for the season. Ford Danilo Gallinari is glued likely out another month. And guard Austin Rivers, his ankle, he is questionable. Um, the Clippers are getting contributions all over the roster. Um, on the Thunder side, um, they take their cues from guard Russell Westbrook, who averaged a triple-double during a stellar December. On the season, Westbrook is averaging 24.7 points with 9.5 rebounds and 10.1 assists. Combined with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony, the Thunder's big three averages about 60% of the team's points each night. Westbrook, George, and Anthony are all coming off 20-point games against the Lakers. Rookie Terrence Ferguson also put up 24 points. With that being said, offense is not the Thunder's only identity. George and Westbrook are first and second in the league in steals, collecting a 2.45 and 2 respectively. But that defense was not at its best in a surprise 116-113 to defeat to the Dallas Mavericks on Sunday. Their prior defeat Friday to the Bucks came in controversial fashion when Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo um, appeared to be stepping out of bounds before shooting the um, game-winning basket and scoring. Overall, December was still a good um, month and still good to um, Thunder. They went 12 to 5 in the month, 12 and 5 in the month, even with the slip on the final few days of 2017. Now with the new year in effect. The Thunder hope to have clicked the reset button, and they hope to pull this one through. Just so up, just as the other teams. So we have two good games going on tonight, and they should be very entertaining. As always, the game of basketball, that's what it brings us. All right. Now, that's KG from VHMG, and I am done with the preview of Oklahoma City. Thunder and LA Clippers. That's it for now. I will be back for more updates and more on sports. Peace.